everyone out there. This is another episode of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, alongside Tyler, as always. Tyler, how are you doing? I'm okay. I had mm. the the pubes come out of my ass. How about you? What? Oh, what? The okay, <laughs> that was poops, not pubes. Pubes. The, the pubic poop. Harry poop. Yeah, pubic poops. This is not how I wanted to start the show. Tyler, why would you do this to us why today? Not? Oh god. I guess I guess the uh, madness is getting to us all. Yeah. Um but Tyler, uh I've I I I made a mistake. Yeah. This week in uh you know attempting to bring my cat back in. I I think I have to address this at the top. I've been mortally injured. Uh-oh. My gaming career is under threat. Uh-oh. I might have to cut off my finger. Uh-oh. I'm well, kidding about that's that. Not, but, uh, no, no, that's good. I did get bitten by my cat, and I'm on some uh, antibiotics, and we're going to see how it, how it looks over the next couple days. Wow, so, damn. That's yeah. a crazy-ass bite. I saw the pictures of it, which look pretty intense. Yeah, he he got his mouth around my uh you know, you know your trigger finger. Your mm-hmm. your right pointer finger. He got yep. it right around the knuckle area he bit down at and uh yeah, that That wasn't nice. Uh it it hurts a lot. It's swollen still. Uh I think it's the swelling's gone down a little bit. It doesn't hurt as much as it did the first day, but yeah, going to take those drugs and hope they work. Mm. I hope so. On the drugs, no one get cat scratch fever. <laughs> Whatever. I think that's the least of my worries right now, um, <laughs> because you know everything is ongoing. All all the uh, the state of the world has not changed very much since last week. Um, nope. At least not here in the United States. I know some countries are starting to project reopening and how that's going to look like. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, still staying at home. I it, it's just started to affect work for me. I had a shift canceled, so I only worked four days last week. Uh, spent that other day building a gunpla. I, I I built I built a Gundam, Tyler. Did you see it? I did. Yeah, yeah. that took about four hours. Um, it would have been shorter, but I had to wait around for some super glue to come in because I made a mistake. Mm. Um. But yeah, that was fun. Relaxing. I I just sat there and chilled out with my bitten finger trying to move, maneuver these very tiny pieces. Yep. Oh god. Now, how has this finger uh affecting your racing? Um okay, actually I've only done one race since the incident. Okay. Uh, I did have another race before the incident on iRacing where I uh, where I won an oval race at Charlotte Motor Speedway, starting from sixth. Uh, I think that was a thirty lap race. No, yeah, that was a thirty lap race. Nice. Uh, but yeah, that was that was fun. Um, was holding the inside line for a good fifteen laps, trying to defend. And uh, successfully defended. Got a few bumps in the back. 
Uh, but the way I got into first was kind of crazy. There was a whole incident between, like, four cars ahead of me. They were, I don't know, it was really silly. One of them was launched in the air. I kind of, like, I threaded the needle between two gar- two cars that were still on the track and one car that was up in the air. Mm-hmm. And that's how I managed to come out in first place with a healthy enough lead so that I, yeah, it was good. Nice. Well, that's exciting. Uh, but since the incident, I did have a pretty good race in the Nations Cup uh, in GT Sport, uh, representing the good old United States of America against Ooh. against mostly Canadian opposition. Um, it was Lamborghini Huracans around Monza, Ooh. and I was having I was doing some free practice ahead of uh, ahead of this race. And, you know, I was doing okay. Uh, I think the world record was running at, like, 154.8. And that was that was ridiculous. I couldn't quite catch that. But I, I had been putting down, like, 158.3s pretty consistently. Uh, had a problem with my brake pedal half an hour before the qualifying session started. So I had to disassemble my pedals, clean out my brake uh my uh, potentiometer in the brakes that I'm using. Uh, lube it back up, put it all to get back together, <laughs> and I got it done like 10 minutes before, uh, not 10 minutes, like maybe 5 minutes before qualifying. Hmm. But then nice. qualifying was a shit show because uh, the way these Nations Cup races are is qualifying is everyone on the track at once trying Ugh. to qualify. Oh boy. Whereas the normal daily races, it's just individual qualifying and why That's, why would they do it like that? I don't know. It's more it's more like a real qualifying session, I guess. Yeah. Um but yeah, I had my qualifying screwed up by uh by a big ba- bang theory fan, I I can only assume. Um they they were named Sheldon. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh so yeah, they screwed up my qualifying. I only put down like a 2 minute uh point 3 qualifying lap which put me down in ninth place uh and it was a 15 lap race and by lap seven i managed to get into the top three and then i led laps eight and nine and then sheldon decided that he was going to fucking torpedo me and i dropped down to seventh and then by the end of the race i managed to claw my way back up to third yeah that's still frustrating, though, that yeah. someone would do that. Yeah. Ay, ay. It was a fun race, though, like, for the most part. Uh, and, yeah, I, I had fun with it. Um, Monza is a very fun track to drive. Uh, and, yeah, I, yeah, it, it was it was a good time. Uh, I actually managed to raise my sportsmanship rating up to S tier, which hopefully means I won't be... In the same races as people like Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. But yeah, that, that was fun. I I I cannot grip the race wheel as tightly with my right hand, uh, so I'm kind of compensating a little bit. But you know, I'm making it work. Mm-hmm. Right on. That sounds fun. Uh, but that's enough about racing. This is about video game. I mean, I guess those are technically video games. Yeah. But I, I treat them very differently than most video games. Tyler, have you been playing video games? 
I have. I've been playing playing a couple. Um, probably the biggest one I played this week. I uh, fortunately didn't get through any Final Fantasy, but that is because I was soldiering ahead with this Borderlands 3 DLC, and holy mother of balls is this DLC long. Um, and I, I get it. Like, good bang for your buck. I mean, there are there are some cool things, but I just feel like there's a couple of encounters that could probably be taken out of this DLC that just, they just kind of serve no purpose in a way. And, um, I, I, I mean, it's to the point where some of these missions are honestly taking me probably an hour and a half to complete. Like, they're fucking long. And it's just kind of, kind of crazy. Um, but I'm pretty sure I am right at the final boss with it. So I'm just going to wrap that up and move on um i did beat that boss that i was talking about last week that was just really frustrating came back and first try knocked it out funny um, how that works sometimes i, I know it, it is crazy it is crazy i mean it was still really fucking hard but um but yeah it, it was it did feel good to to move on and um i've just gotten some really good weapons too like my weapons i feel like have just gotten better my god pretty good shields and, and relics like i have some pretty insane uh like fire weapons pretty much uh and then i also have a relic so not only is this weapon a couple of them just really powerful on their own but then i ha- i got a relic that's going to give me 80 percent uh fire damage and i'm like all right so now i'm just like ripping through just about anything and it feels feels pretty good i'm also uh max level uh right now i think 57 i just haven't been leveling up at all still getting the the guardian points to invest in which invested into some cool abilities so like now when i enter fight for your life i can now aim down sights which before you couldn't do um but now i've unlocked that it's coming coming handy um yeah that's pretty much it i also did part of the so there's a uh, an event going on now called the Revenge of the Cartel, and it's just kind of kind of what it sounds—a cartel. You have to uh, kind of collect these items throughout the main world that you just get from killing enemies, and then there's a special mission you can go on, which you're basically raiding the cartel's uh, place, basically, and taking out the uh, the the boss. Uh, and there's there's multiple stages to it too, um, so I just went through the first stage, which ended up being a lot of fun. I mean, it was a cool cool place to fight in, and and, and uh, it felt just the right length, sort of. And then the boss fight at the end was just kind of kind of wild. Um, it wasn't overly hard, but it wasn't too easy either. It was just felt like I had to do a lot of a lot of running around. There's different stages to that, so got some good stuff out of it that was that was a pretty fun event but i ended up actually disabling that event because um the way borderlands 3 works is that for the most part enemies kind of scale with you so as i've leveled up to max level in this dlc all the enemies are at max level and i'm tearing through most of them but there's a couple that give me a couple headaches and with this dlc or this event, uh, basically, if you kill certain enemies, this like 
little beacon starts flashing. And then that spawns cartel enemies. So I'll be in the middle of like a really intense fight and I'll kill this enemy and that enemy and that enemy. And then two of these beacons go off and all of a sudden they're spawning two more or two to four more enemies. And I'm like, ah, this is just becoming a little much. Uh, Signing up disabling it, but it is a pretty, pretty neat event. I might return back to it because it's going till till June 4th, but I think I'm going to just try to pound that DLC out. I mean, it's it's fine. It's a fine DLC. I just feel like it's really fucking long, especially compared to the first one. Um, let's see what else. Uh, so I ended up playing yesterday. I had about 45 minutes. I finished up doing some things, and then we were going to go do something else. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just try something new. And I started Streets of Rage Four. Wow! I did not expect this from you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's on a Xbox Game Pass, so I just kind of downloaded it and started playing. I, I played about a level and a half, um, but I think it'll just reset my progress in the second level, which is fine. Um, and, you know, I enjoyed my time playing this game. I'm definitely going to come back to it. Uh, I have not played a, a beat-em-up sort of game uh, since uh, Fighting Force on the PlayStation. I don't know if you ever played wow. that game. That is a long time ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I just... I don't know. There, there are games that I just don't really ever play. So, you know, I just figured it's something something new here, and I want to just check it out. And, uh, definitely took a little bit to get used to some of the mechanics and some of the movement. Like, uh, I don't know if other characters... Other characters probably have different abilities, but I don't know if they have the ability to like block or anything like that. So I was like, "What the what, what the fuck's the block button?" But there is no block button, at least so far. And so you know, just kind of getting used to that, and, and getting used to you know punching this dude and then hitting the back punch and punching this dude in the face and picking up a knife and throwing it at that guy. It, it does end up feeling good once you get used to it, uh, and and you kind of just get the hang of how the game plays. Um, and then, you know, some of the special moves are super powerful, but they will cost you health um, as well. And, and yeah, the, the first level is pretty neat. Uh, there's a pretty interesting boss fight at the end. Actually, there's two boss fights um, in that level. But, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I'm definitely going to return to it. The only thing that I was just not vibing with was the music. Um, to me, the music's just... It's a little too relaxing for what I want out of this sort of game. Like, I just want some thumping fucking shit to help me uh, get in the mood to beat up Dylan for the 50th time in this level. Well, might I recommend Streets of Rage 2? Does that have good music? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. You You can probably play that with your, I don't know, maybe you can play that with your Nintendo Online membership? Uh, yeah, probably. I don't know. Maybe. What, I'm I'd not have sure to check. It's on there. Yeah. Um, so I ended up just putting Spotify on, but um, mm, all right. getting, getting some some ass beaters going. You're not alone head. in that complaint about the music in Street of Rage 4. It's just weird. Like, it's like super laid back and relaxing. And I'm like, I just, I don't know how anyone can vibe with this. Like, right away, I was like, this is, 
this is kind of weird. I know some have complained about the art style. I, I don't I don't mind it personally, but yeah, definitely gonna definitely gonna play a lot more of that game. And I heard it's pretty short overall, so I guess it's more about replayability and high scores and all that stuff. So yeah, uh, so fucked around with that. And then uh, let's see, the other night, Friday night, you and me played. Or you, well, we played like a match of Apex. So that's yeah, literally all I played. But then um, Sam got on. We played a lot of Grand Theft Auto Online again, and I had a pretty darn good time playing that. Yeah, I mean, I unlocked a strategy which, towards the end, was like, okay, I'm just winning these races now. But uh, we actually started off with a round of golf. Yeah, and that was fun. Yeah, I, you I, you you whooped ass there. Yeah, I mean, I was the one who least fucked up <laughs> yeah pretty much and and i know like i had a couple but sam had a lot more than me of just the putting in that game is so weird and like there were so many times that he probably should have got the ball in but it didn't go in and it's like ah, then that cost him a a point um but yeah i, I fucked up like three different holes i just butchered really bad so that kind of took me out. I think I ended up being plus 10. <laughs> it's okay. We can all play that new golf game 2K is making. If we really want to get into golf. They're making a golf game? Yeah. I don't... Did we oh, talk about I this? Sh- no, we didn't. I didn't put it in the news. I, I assumed you knew. No, but two, I didn't. 2K is making a golf game. Is it like arcadey golf or real I'm golf not, or i'm not sure what exactly it's the people who made the golf club oh uh, okay i don't know gotcha. what that game is like um but yeah there is another golf game coming out i think the golf club is more sim like okay almost like the tiger woods games i think so yeah the i mean golfing's fun you were saying that nintendo needs to make a mario golf I'm like yeah Let's do that. But um, I think other than that, we ended up racing a lot. Oh, yeah. And we went through, like, a lot of, like, the, um, gosh, I forget what they are. Basically, the stock car races in the stunt race series, um, which those tracks are just crazy fun to race on. And... I, yeah, I just kind of like how you're just ne- unless you just royally screw up, you're you're just really not out of it in the, in that series. Um, just constantly, all three of us were just swapping the lead, and it was coming down to some pretty uh, pretty fun moments at the end. Uh, so I really really enjoyed them, except for that last track, which yeah, was I a fun track. But yeah, it kept fucking me in that like basically the track's just an oval, but. It kept saying, the game was kind of glitching out, saying I was going the wrong way. And then my lap didn't even count. So I would have to, like, drive off the edge and then try to catch back up to you guys. It's like, what what the fuck's going on? Um, so that track sucked. But we did an RC race, which those cars are just super finicky. And especially with the way that GTA feels, it doesn't really feel the greatest. Mm-mm. No. Like, it, I mean, it's almost too touchy, basically. Yeah. After all of my racing in other more serious games, 
going to GTA online racing is just I I can't even take it like not that I would I would take it seriously but like it is especially just goof off mode when we're playing Oh yeah. That. Absolutely. I mean it was just a lot of a lot of laughing, a lot of fucking with each other. <laughs> just wrecking each other all sorts of stuff. And then we did also some more stunt races um where are basically Mini Coopers. That yeah, we you're basically in a Mini Cooper, and those tracks were wild. So those are the ones where you're going off these crazy-ass jumps. And it's like Hot Wheels tracks. Pretty much, yeah. And, and those were a lot of fun. Um, I really blew that first race, though. <laughs> I had that in a fucking bag and just ran into one of those spinning wheels, and then you guys got me. I had one of them also in the bag but you got me on the last corner basically you passed me a little bit before that but i was like right there and we were going through like a a tunnel basically and you can get up on the sides of the tunnels to gain a lot more speed and you and i both had the same idea except i spun out and you didn't (laughs) so i lost that one too um but yeah overall i just i had a blast that game's that game's a lot of fun yeah i hope uh I hope one day Red Dead Online gets to that level of, uh, of you know, just fun. Yeah, me too. Me too. I agree. I would like to explore a lot more of, you know... We could go I, fishing. Let's let's go fishing in yeah, Red Dead. Yeah, like, let's go fishing. I mean, I wouldn't mind trying to revisit some of the missions. I know they've been a little difficult in the past, but I wouldn't mind giving that a shot. And then there's also just so many other game modes and there's so many other stunt races that we didn't even try yet. There's so many, uh, there's like the whole arena war thing that could be a lot of fun to do. There's, there's just so much to do in that game. I, I like it. Yeah. I think the only other thing I played then was, uh, Divinity the original sin. We're trucking yeah. along in, Fuck, I'm, I'm... Fuck those scarecrows, the... man. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So that was wild. So we finally... We got the ship going, which that was that was fun. There were some really, like, hype moments with that. Oh, that yeah. I just, just some of the, like, the visual... Like, they... This is, like, the first third of the game, and they're just showing off, like, a lot of visual stuff that they're yeah. able to do. Yep, yep. God. There was a really cool battle towards the end of that section as well that was just epic Mm -hmm. um so yeah we're finally off the ship though on um reaper's coast and we were kind of just exploring getting into some stuff and we yeah we ran into these fucking scarecrows that we pissed off and they are i pissed off let's be clear i fucked yeah but it's okay it's okay because we're all on the same side um but, and it turns man. out we didn't even have to go that direction at all. Like, the, we missed a turn, like, oh, yeah. way back on the road. Yeah. It, but, man, those scarecrows are no joke. I mean, they were wiping us out in, like, one or two hits, basically. So we had to... Well, you, you Unfortunately, had to we didn't save thing. before that encounter, so we had yeah. to uh, maneuver <laughs> away around to um, to revive someone and flee that fight. Yeah. So that sucked, but we'll come back and we will we'll fuck the shit out of those scarecrows one day. That sounded weird, but <laughs> but you know they'll 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 regret fucking with us. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Then we went to some weird basement of a fish fishery. Uh, yeah. The, yeah, and yeah, there was a weird basement with a ton of traps and shit. Yep. Uh, found some weapons, and I guess we're going to go figure out where to turn those in eventually. Yeah. Uh, found the marketplace where we're going to buy a ton of shit. Uh, we're oh actually in a place where, like, this town was a part of the first Divinity Original Sin. This Reaper's Coast map is very representative of that first Original Sin game. So, yeah, I'm I'm recognizing a little bit of the landscape. There definitely are changes, though. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited, especially, you know, with where we're at. I mean, I haven't been able to get a lot of new skills so far for the character I created, Pierce, who's a ranger. But there are so many fucking skills from multiple different merchants in this area that I'm just, like, overwhelmed with what I want to get into. And not only that, you know, we, we all have, like, way better gear now, too. Um, it's just... I, I'm so much enjoying this game and enjoying um, literally every aspect of it, enjoying the storytelling, the characters we have. Combat just is always a, a treat. And uh, it's just to the point where, I don't know about you, dude, but I think about this game like all the time. And like earlier this week, I was listening to some of the soundtrack to it too because soundtrack's just amazing. It just gets me every time. The music's just so good in this game. Um, and I think that main theme is one of my favorite themes I've ever heard. Period. So. Yeah. I ate a cracker while you were talking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just really enjoying that time with Divinity Original Sin 2. I can't play. Can't wait to play probably after this podcast. Awesome. Sounds good. I think that's that's it for me. I'm gonna fuck this final boss up in Borderlands three and gonna get on Final Fantasy seven because I really I really do wanna finish that game before uh The Last of Us two comes out, so Okay. Sounds good. What about you? Uh well just before we started recording this, I played about forty five minutes of XCOM Chimera Squad. Ooh. Uh, and boy howdy, they've decided to change up the style a little bit. It's still pretty much XCOM, the way it plays. Uh, but man, they've went for like kind of a comic book style thing uh, in between missions. And yeah, it, it looks really, really sharp. Um, they've added a few things to the XCOM formula. Now you're you're basically a SWAT team. So you have, like, a breaching round between each encounter. And, yeah, choosing different ways to enter rooms and handle situations. It's it's a lot of fun. I'm I'm liking it. I want to play more XCOM. I can't say too much more because I haven't gotten into the deeper systems. I've only played, like, the tutorial level and one level after that. So, Hmm. yeah. Cool. So you've played through the other XCOM games, right? I've never beaten uh, either of the other XCOM okay. games. I've always started campaigns and then kind of stopped playing in the middle of them because, gotcha. God, they're, they're they're very stressful. Just the strategy on top mm-hmm. of the tactics. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. I, 
I hope to play a little bit more of that in the coming week. I've also kept playing American Truck Simulator. I have three trucks. <laughs> two employees. I'm looking to upgrade my garage so I can store another truck and hire someone else. Mm. Is there Trucking. a way, like, can you create a fucking crew with other, like, actual people? Or no? Well, okay, so I think I mentioned this on another show, but there is a multiplayer mod. That's um, right, the mod, I don't. Okay. I don't think you can create a company and all work for the same company, mm-hmm. but you can definitely convoy in that multiplayer. Like, how fucking chill would that be, though? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, convoying in the same multiplayer, that, that, I'm sure that's great, but, like, if if we could, like, create a company and work together on there and just be trucking, mm-hmm. oh, God, that, I feel like that's, like, one of the next steps for one of those games. That'd be so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. That's good. Um, I think there's a DLC incoming for uh, American Truck Simulator Idaho. I'm gonna be hauling around some taters. <laughs> Ooh. And various farm equipment uh, related to that. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my chill out uh, when I don't feel like thinking about anything. Game. Yeah. So. Yeah. Also, been playing a lot more Apex Legends. I've got. I've got four levels of the battle pass that I have to do between today and tomorrow. Ooh, all right. Got uh, some grinding. Yeah, I got some grinding to do in there. Uh, enjoying that, though. I I really like Apex Legends a lot. Um, and then, shit, what else do I have on here? That might be it, actually. Shit. I started a Minecraft game. I I played some Minecraft. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's 2020. It's time to play Minecraft. Ew. Uh, but yeah, other than that, in my racing endeavors, there hasn't really been much else that I've been doing. Have you kept up with um, Fallout at all? Oh, yeah. This morning I tried to play some of that Nuclear Winter. Was queuing yeah. for matchmaking for 30 minutes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I basically <laughs> gave up on that. So. Uh, okay, so there's like no one playing that. Though. Nobody's playing Nuclear Winter. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, hey. Well, yeah, that's 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 the video games I've been playing. Other than Animal Crossing, I spent four hundred thousand bells on turnips today. Holy shit! <laughs> I'm hoping to turn a profit. Man, All right. If, if I don't, if I don't turn a profit on this, I am, I'm devastated. Wow. Uh, tomorrow, however, <laughs> is one of my villagers' birthdays, so I have to figure out what I'm going to do for. That villager. Okay. But yeah. Cool. I guess it's time to get into the news. Huey Lewis in the news. Uh, I don't believe Huey Lewis is with us at the moment. Uh, (laughs) But the news is here, and we have April's top downloads on the PlayStation Network store. And I'm going to take us from 20 to 11 as I always do here number 20 we have Kingdom Hearts 3 19 God of War 18 Rocket League 17 Need for Speed Heat 16 Red Dead Redemption 2 15 MLB The Show 20 14 Predator Hunting Grounds 13 Uno 12 Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege and at number 11 is Madden NFL 20 number 9 or number 10 
Uh, Spider-Man, number 9, Monopoly Plus. 8, FIFA 20. 7, Minecraft. 6, Resident Evil. 3, 5, Modern Warfare 2 Campaign Remastered. 4, GTA 5. 3, NBA 2K20. 2, Modern Warfare number 1. No surprise. Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think anything is really glaringly missing from this list. Doom Eternal. Eh. You know what? I'm starting to chill out on that game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, me too. But I I just would have thought it would have stayed on here for April, at least somewhere on this list. Um, But yeah, I mean... (laughs) I think it's interesting some of the more social games that are on here, like Uno or Monopoly Plus. <laughs> I think during a time like this, that's interesting to see. Um, you know, Resident Evil 3 is hanging out up there, and then Call of Duty just keeps selling really well, man. I mean, if it wasn't for, like, new video games, that game's probably would have been up there just about every month this year so far. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Um, but yeah, otherwise, nothing nothing too glaring here. Yeah, nothing very interesting in VR, free-to-play, or DLCs. I mean, it's, it is what it is. Those lists are pretty stable. Yeah, I mean, Beat Saber's number one. That doesn't surprise me, not only because that's you know apparently a great game, but I, I feel like a lot of people use that to probably stay active in some sort of way. So if you have a PlayStation VR, it's probably a good, good game to play. Mm, yeah. I'm curious how long, though, on free-to-play, I mean, not too exciting there, Warzone's number one, but I'm curious how long that stays number one over Fortnite. Yeah, that's yeah, that's very interesting, considering how big Call of Duty always is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, let's get into other things happening around uh, the coronavirus. Uh, Tokyo Game Show is cancelled. No big surprise there. Uh, but yeah. If they they think they're going to do an online event. Uh, more details okay. later this month on that. I think that that would be cool if they could do an online event because you know, I want to see what uh, what some of the next gen games some of these Japanese developers are cooking up. Yes, indeed. Uh, EA is also holding a an event, I think June 11th, I yep. believe. Yep. Uh, their EA Play thing. Uh, but yeah, they have some unannounced video games coming. And Tyler, the big rumor, I'm sure you've heard it. I've heard it. That Mass Effect remaster oh, yes. 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 I will uh, play the shit out of that. I don't care, man. We always know EA is going to make their <laughs> sports games, but man, I want that Mass Effect. Yeah, I, I think that's that's the obvious one that everybody wants, and I would love if it's a PlayStation 5 game as well. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll take it on PS4 and just have just really, really great updated visuals. Like, just imagine what these games could look like if they take like the proper amount of care to go through and just really update everything with the amount of uh, new horsepower they have compared to the 360 and PS3. Um, but man, on a PS5, that would be awesome. I, I really, really hope that happens. All right. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not. I, I would love it. I, you know what? There's, there's also uh, you. You heard about that skate story as well. Yeah, I did about hear about this that. pro skaters like go fuck your mobile game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Skate Four is not one of these games. I just don't get that though with EA of like, there's an obvious just want for this game. In it's not like Tony Hawk's really out there, really, uh, you know, stealing all all that up. I mean, people just want good skating games, and there's some indie games that are coming up that mm-hmm. that can fill that void. But I just feel like Skate Four is like so obvious for EA to make, where they could probably have some really good success there, and they just don't don't make it. But it's EA. Apparently, they have fourteen titles coming over the next fiscal year which you know obviously some of those games are their sports titles but it's a lot of games mm-hmm. yeah uh yeah i'm i i guess we'll we'll learn more about that in june where ea e3 would normally be uh mm-hmm. people are deciding to put on this online thing uh, yeah uh also happening in june CD Projekt Red is going to show off some of Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, gonna, it's an event called Night City Wire. It's happening on June 11th, where E3 would normally be happening, you know. Uh, but yeah, Cyberpunk is set to release in September, so yeah, we'll see some more about that. Yeah. Uh you gonna be you gonna customize your genitals in that game? Sure, why not? Are you, are you gonna be into that, <laughs> dude? I want to make my guy have the biggest fucking package he could possibly have. Oh, I was I was gonna go the opposite <laughs> way. Like, is this even a human? Is do the, do they maybe. have genitals? Yeah, maybe. I'm I make know. them as small as possible. Cause I don't want to. You know what? I got to represent. <laughs> yeah. Not everyone has those big ass dogs. <laughs> nah, <laughs> but but I'm I'm down for this to see more okay. of Cyberpunk. Yeah, Cyberpunk is one of the games that I am both excited to play, but afraid it's going to be, you know, very questionable about the things it has to say about society. Maybe, maybe we shall. Shall see, but June eleventh with um, EA and then CD Projekt doing something here for Cyberpunk. I wonder, you know, or is anyone else going to be doing anything June eleventh, twelfth, that time frame? I know Microsoft oh. said they're going to do something every month. Why don't um, you just go ask Jeff Keeley? Yeah, who knows? I'm sure Jeff knows. And IGN's doing their Summer of Gaming event in June, so I wonder if that's around the same time. Video games will be announced, for sure. Yes, they will. Whether they come out on time is a whole other story. Yeah. Or whatever on time means. Who knows? Maybe they just won't project. I don't know. I'm I'm getting a bit hopeful here that they'll actually take the situation into consideration when they project release dates. But, you know, sometimes businesses be uh, be dicks to their employees. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll see. I'm sure some of them are, for sure. 
Alrighty. Uh, well, if you're excited for the next generation of consoles, and you're into Destiny 2, you can you can be relieved in this news that Destiny 2 is coming to the next generation of platforms. Shocking. Yeah. Uh, they will discuss further details in the future. We still don't know if this is going to uh, be a thing where you just have Destiny 2 or if you have to buy it again. Well, it is free now. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, but the DLCs, will your DLC right. purchases go yeah. forward as well? Right. I imagine, I'm also curious because apparently, you know, Destiny 2 plays so much better on a PC than console. Oh, yes. And I'm curious, like, how they deal with that. You know, is there going to be some sort of cross-play between a PS4 and PS5 where a PS5 is going to run way better with Destiny 2? That could definitely be a bad thing in a competitive sense. But but I'm excited for a Destiny 2 that plays way better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that is something... You know, I still haven't played through the Destiny 2 DLC that I bought. <laughs> mm. I, I don't think I've touched it too much since I finished it. Oh, God. Yeah. All right, Tyler. I know you put this in here because I would never. Uh, this Lego Star Wars thing, how would you take us through Yeah, I just want to throw it out there. I mean, this is a game that I am looking forward to because I've always liked the Lego Star Wars games 1 and 2. And then um, I, you know, I platinum The Force Awakens. Um, I enjoyed Lego games from time to time, but Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga is coming out October twentieth on PS Four. Um, this will have levels from all nine movies. There's going to be like five hundred characters, apparently, all sorts of stuff. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. There is the Lego Star Wars: The Complete Saga, which was the original trilogy and prequels way back in the day um but now they're they're adding stuff from the newer movies so yeah looking forward to that but at the same time in october i'm sure there's going to be a lot more games that excite me more than uh than this so i'll i'll get around to it eventually but you know i'll probably still be playing fucking cyberpunk by by that yeah. point, if Cyberpunk, you know, holds its September 17th date. So, we'll see. But something, something that I will definitely be picking up at some point in the future. So, Awesome. And then, you as well put in some of this Xbox stuff. Uh, yeah, Xbox had their event this week where uh, they were showing off some third-party video games running on their hardware. Uh, not necessarily all gameplay, I'd, I'd have to say. Uh, just, you know, hearing about it and seeing some of these trailers. Yeah, so that event, to me, was like a total waste of fucking time. And it's not that some of these games don't look cool, because there are a couple of them that indeed, to me, look pretty cool. It's just, the way it was marketed is just... What in the fuck were these people thinking saying that this is a gameplay showcase where there was like hardly any gameplay? When you say that, like, and especially how much they hyped up Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And it was during the showcase that they it literally would pop up and say, like, 
stay tuned for Assassin's Creed Valhalla at the end. Like, stuff like that. And there was no gameplay at all for that game. At all. Period. It was, like, mostly just some of the cutscenes that I'm sure are in the game, which they look fucking cool, but no gameplay. To me, when you say that, it's like, oh, they're going to give us, like, a little demo of some of these games. Like, there might be a trailer, but in 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 that trailer, maybe there's just, just a chunk of gameplay or something. Nothing. It was it was crazy to me of just how, like, the marketing people just need fucking smacked, I think, um, for for how they presented this. But, yeah, some of these games did look cool. Um, not all of them are coming to, or at least confirmed to come to PlayStation 5, but a couple of them are. Um, like they announced Dirt 5. Um, that looked interesting, but at the same time, like cars in video games have looked pretty good for a long time now. Uh, so that trailer doesn't do anything for me. It's like, okay, they look good. And, and that's the thing that I think, and I'm so curious how Sony's going to present whenever they do of... Are they just going to have a big, long presentation and just drop a lot of stuff, both first and third party, and show the console? Or are they going to do how Microsoft's doing where, you know, they say they're going to have something every month until launch. So they're going to have something something in June and July. They're showing off first party titles. Um, really curious on that. Like, what, what, do you, what do you think on that? Do you think Sony's just going to do a big, long thing maybe? You know, it's hard to tell with Sony because um, it seems like they're very uh, reacting to the situation rather than um, right. being out there very forward like Xbox is here. Yeah, and I, I wonder if they have any time to do that or if, you know, I don't, I, I, I obviously don't know anything. If in two weeks they had a date locked in, it was like, this is when we're doing it. If they have any time to, to react, it's like, oh shit, people don't like this stuff. We need to really show off the games and the games being played and that's the thing about this generation it's going to be so hard is that you know not everybody has a 4k tv or a 4k screen in general that they could you know view this stuff as it's being presented to really go like wow this does look good this generation is going to come down to feel and it's hard to kind of sell on feel like i'm sure the games will just feel better to play the load times will be so much better stuff like that things that i'm looking forward to but that's kind of hard to sell in a way um you know you know you i just think you gotta the way games are presented i think at least early on here to really get people into wanting to buy a new console kind of has to be rethought a little bit of like showing you know why like because in because of the PlayStation 5's power you know the this version of Assassin's Creed Valhalla the AI is going to be better or or there's just so much more detail in the world than what we can do on PS4 like they got to show like really specific things like that in my opinion I don't know uh but going through a couple of these other ones one game that I don't think is confirmed to come to PlayStation 5 yet. Um, but I just want to highlight is Bright Memory Infinite. This game is made okay. by one person. 
and it's a first-person shooter, and it looks fucking wild. Um, I guess it's already available on Steam in some way, though, but I was like, wow, one person made this. Pretty pretty crazy there. Um, another game that was announced for PlayStation 5 as well is going to be Chorus. Um, yeah, that one really excites me. Yeah, it kind of gave me like some control vibes in a way with some of its art style, but then there was a lot of like aerial acrobatics sort of flying in combat. So that game looked looked pretty cool. It's supposed to come out in 2021. Probably one of the worst parts of the showcase was the Madden NFL 21 presentation, um, which... Once again, they didn't show anything about the game of, like, what about these next generation of consoles is going to make Madden better on these consoles? It was nothing. It was just, like, one of those awful hype trailers that they have for Madden, like, every year. It's like, this doesn't do anything at all for anyone. And also Um, considering that, you know, the NFL season might be very different this year. Yeah. Yeah, it was strange to me. Um, uh, they also announced uh, Scarlet Nexus, which is going to be coming to PlayStation 5. It's an anime-infused action game. God, okay. Yeah, Bandai <laughs> Namco really likes to put those out there. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how this one does. I'm not I'm not super hopeful for it. Yeah. They showed off uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2, which looked okay. Um... I wasn't as blown away by it as I wanted it as I wanted to be, but maybe that game will kind of come around. But um, and then they also showed Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is going to be coming to Xbox Series X at launch. I would it's not confirmed officially for PlayStation Five at launch, but I would assume so. You know, Yakuza's always been a PlayStation franchise, so I think it's a kind of a big deal that. That's going to be on Xbox day and date, but um, that game looks goofy as hell. Yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> that is, you know, at this point might be at least that is in my top three of an- most anticipated games for Ooh. the rest of the year. Okay, cool. Yeah, it does look good. It it certainly does. Um, Scorn looks good though. Yeah, that, that that's I like what I wanted to say. I was just going through the games that are confirmed for PS5, but there's a there's three games to me that they showed off that aren't confirmed for PS5 yet. I'm sure they will at some point, and one of them is Scorn. That God, game looks fucked is... up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's yeah, it's creepy. It's like, I mean, it reminds me a little bit about of uh, Dead Space a bit. Yeah. To me, like uh... Dead Space mixed with like Prometheus from the alien franchise. Oh god. Yeah, I'm I'm just watching the trailer right now and some of these aesthetics are just yeah. fucking wild. Dude, the shot that sticks with me is when they kind of zoom in on whatever creatures whatever that is, their face and you see the eyes. The skin just looks so fucked up like uh that's apparently going to be a first person horror adventure game. Oh boy. <laughs> God but yeah, damn. that that does look pretty pretty good. I also want to highlight a game that seems really ridiculous, and that's called Second Extinction, uh, from <laughs> from uh, Avalanche's self publishing unit, Systematic Reaction. It's basically like a Left for Dead with mutant dinosaurs, 
and if you watch the trailer, like, they're just popping these dinosaurs, dude, and they're, like, literally blowing the fuck up, but it looked wild uh, in terms of playing. I, I just hope that there's, like, more to that game because I could see it maybe getting old, but see where that one goes. And then, also, a game that... I don't know if you saw the trailer for it. You might dig, too, called The Ascent. Um, it's it's kind of... Uh, it looks a little Diablo-inspired. It looks like it could have some like twin-stick sort of chaos to it that looked really fun. I was kind of just digging the whole vibe of this game. And overall, I think it, it looked pretty darn cool. Um, so who knows, hopefully those games will come to PlayStation 5 at some point. Um, yeah, but I know a couple of them are supposed to be, supposed to be exclusive, but who knows for how long. Um, but then also 10 of the 13 games now, these are all third party games, are Xbox's smart delivery. Um, yeah. Which is, you know, you buy it, you could buy it on Xbox One, and then you'll get it on Series X. Um, you know, still, Sony has not said anything about what they're doing about smart delivery. And I'm very curious if they're going to. And if they do, how's it look like? How's it act? Because I feel like if Sony doesn't have something like this, they're kind of going to look like a bunch of assholes. Yeah, no doubt. Like they, <laughs> they have to have something comparable, or at least yeah. at least a pathway for developers to do do this. Yeah, uh, if they're not going to do the do it themselves, they have to like make they have to at least make it easier for you know third parties to be like, yo, uh, we're going to do the right thing here. Yeah, completely agree with you. Yeah, I'm curious, uh, but. But it's it's like it's happening now. You know, there's a lot of events being announced, and you know we've we've seen some of these games, whether it was actually gameplay or not. It's just like some of these next gen things are starting to happen now, which is really exciting. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, in the next generation, we can probably count on games being longer. But Tyler, you put in uh, you put in this interesting thing. I think yeah. a valid criticism of Assassin's Creed Odyssey is that it is huge and one might say bloated. Yeah. And I'm not as a massive fan of that game, I'm not going to disagree. I I truly believe that like fucking 15 20 hours of that game probably could have been cut out in some way. Um but apparently Ubisoft Middle East had a communications malik to 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 Faha uh, said that FYI it won't be the longest or biggest game in the series. They've addressed criticism on this one. Uh, yeah, I'm so curious. On look, it's not like this game's going to go from a 60 hour game to being a 20. I'll be shocked if that's the case. Uh, it you know, but I think. What I'm hoping to me is that, and what I can see, is they're not really shrinking the amount of content. They're maybe just making it more meaningful. That's what I would hope. Yeah, I mean, that that's what you want. You don't, like, it's cool that they had a lot of shit to do in Odyssey, but some of that just didn't feel like it mattered. Right. Uh, if you just have less stuff that, 
you know, they're trying to do the Witcher thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty obvious that they're trying to do the Witcher thing. So yeah. if you want to do that, you have to, you know, maybe narrow it down slightly and then make each each quest actually mean something to the world. Right. I agree, and 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 I hope things just are meaning more meaningful because there were times in that game where, God, I forgot what was, what was going on with the story because you were just so sidetracked, or it just took you so long to get to what you had to get to, and it's, or you know, yeah, I would just hope that that is the case, but I'll take it being shorter too. I mean, if it's forty hours, I think that's perfect. Um, but yeah, there. The Witcher 3, there was, yeah, there was some throwaway things, but a lot, there was so many things that did affect the world in terms of side quests and choices. And then even, you know, the biggest example to that right now is, like, we're playing Divinity Original Sin 2. I know it's kind of a totally different game, but there's so much stuff to get into, and it's really, it does affect the world. You know what I mean? And yeah, it, like, we... It's exciting. We did not have to interact with that dragon at all. We could no. have just went on and done the main mission, but because we did that, you yeah. know, things were different for us. Right. Yep. And and there's several choices that we made during like even just side quests that ended up having some pretty serious consequences and like that's the stuff that to me that fucking is... chicken. That little baby chicken. Yes. That boy chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, something dumb like that. It, it's just, it, it does have a meaning to it. And to me, that's where I want, like, open world games to go. Like, let's shrink down the size of the overall map and just make everything meaningful and, and enjoyable. Detailed. That's what I want. Yeah. But we'll see, you know, we'll see where this goes. I might have to finish Odyssey sometime. Yeah. God, I, mean, I don't even think... There's definitely some things. I don't do. think I'm even halfway through that game. <laughs> I don't think you are either. It is <laughs> it is a long fucking game, dude. God. Uh, well, if y'all are done with all these long-ass video games and you're looking for something else to play, uh, there's a sale going on currently on the PlayStation Store, the Hidden Gems Sale. Uh, I believe that's what it's called, right? Damn. Yeah. Yeah, Hidden Gem Sale. Save up to 75% these deals. Good until May 20th. And I'm going to scroll down to the bottom, and I'm going to tell you all, these aren't hidden gems. These are just gems that y'all have ignored. Uh, if you haven't bought the Yakuza Remastered uh, trilogy, you can buy them individually each uh, for $20. Uh, I don't think the trilogy is on sale, but uh, if you just want to try one of them out, twenty bucks. Gotcha. Uh, let's see, Abzu is ten dollars. It's a pretty neat game. Mm. Uno Ultimate Edition. If you're just dying to play Uno with your friends online, you can do that for nine bucks. Yeah. Game Sony highlighted recently in there latest state of play which at this point like what is state of play because they don't fucking do them really mm-hmm. uh but arise a simple story is 14 bucks uh titan souls is 374 mm-hmm. and then there's Thronebreaker, the witcher tales i believe that's the game that's based around gwent yes uh it's ten dollars nice 
it's not bad. Uh, if you want to get your strategy on with uh, also some storytelling, some cool art. Never played these games, but they always look cool. The Banner Saga Trilogy is on sale for oh, 20 bucks. Tyler, you should play those. Yeah, they good? Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. Um, Jackbox Party Packs 1 through 6 are all on sale. I'm going to go from 1 to 6 on these prices. Twelve forty nine, twelve forty nine, fourteen ninety nine, fourteen ninety nine, seventeen ninety nine, and nineteen forty nine. Going from <laughs> one to six. Nice. Uh, let's see here. Blood Roots game came out this year's fourteen bucks. Bloodstained Ritual of the Knights also twenty dollars. Awesome. That yeah, that's a good game. Nice. Uh, Terraria PS4 edition is six dollars. Do you remember the game Bro Force? Yeah, three. The net code was awful. Oh, it was. It was. That kind of feel like fucked us from really wanting to play that game anymore. But three seventy four on that. You play Stellaris console edition, uh, sixteen dollars, or for the deluxe edition, twenty four dollars. Hmm. Interesting that this game is in this sale because to me it is a hidden gem because it apparently didn't sell well. Control. $7. Yes, you dumb motherfuckers out there play control. <laughs> it is fucking good. Oh, it's so good. Jesus Christ, how the fact that that's on a on a hidden gem sale is uh kind Sad. of insulting. Yeah, and, I agree. Uh, I hope you all feel bad about yourselves if you haven't <laughs> played that. Yeah. Oh man, uh, Dead risk- Cells, twenty two bucks. Nice. Oh yeah. That's risk good. of Rain Two is fifteen dollars. Okay, explain this to me. Hidden gem, Destiny Two, Forsaken. <laughs> okay, motherfuckers. Fifteen dollars. Destiny you know, Two. Maybe, Shadow maybe, keeps twenty. <laughs> you know, maybe I don't know. You know, actually, you just fuck off. <laughs> those games yeah. aren't hidden gems. No, they're not. Shit ton of people play those. Yeah. Uh, all right. What do we have here? Pillars of Eternity Two Deadfire Ultimate Edition is thirty nine dollars. Um, Enter the Gungeon seven fifty, and then there's also a game apparently called Duct Tapes Are Forever. What the fuck? Mm. It's a dollar fifty seven if you want to check it out. Oh, I missed this one. Rad is ten dollars. Then Ooh. I believe that's that. Uh, yeah, that double fine. Mm, yeah, double fine. Nice. I, I I was blanking on his name. Uh, Tim. Tim Schaefer. Tim Schaefer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Frostpunk console editions twenty dollars. Ghostbusters the video game remastered is twelve. That's not bad. If you want to erode your friendships, Overcooked and Overcooked Two seventeen forty nine. Nice. Um, a game I loved, Guacamelee 2, is $5. That is a great game. And then the first game's on sale for three seventy four. Mm. Nice. Nidhogg and Nidhogg 2 are three seventy four each. Ice Age Scrat's Nutty Adventure is $27. Mm. Whatever the fuck. And the Hotline Miami games, you can get both of them for $6, basically. S- some more tactics here with nice. Mutant Year Zero, Road to Eden, for 
Jumanji the video game. I forgot about that. 27 bucks. Alright, so Life is Strange has a sale going on. Life is Strange Complete Season and Life is Strange Before the Storm Complete Season are both on sale. Uh, Life is Strange is three ninety nine. Before the Storm is three thirty nine. God damn. Nice. Uh, a lot of video games on this sale. Yeah, Lara Croft Go is also on sale for $2. That game's really cool. Easy Platinum. I enjoyed that game. Yeah, so go check out this sale, the Hidden Gems sale on the PlayStation Store. If you're looking for something cheap, go there and, uh, you know, browse the sale, see if there's something you like. There are new games, however, releasing this week. Uh, however viable it is to release new video games at this time. Uh, Do you want to get us started? Yeah. Uh, Emma, Lost in Memories on PS4 and Vita, is a 2D puzzle platforming game in which all the platforms and walls start disappearing. Wait. Great. I feel like there was a game recently that was like that, but whatever. A lot of games have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fault, Milestone 1, is also out this week. Uh, it is... Okay, this is a graphic novel kind of game. Okay. Hunt Down on PS4. Um, let's see. Doesn't really say exactly what it is. I imagine it's some sort of, maybe, action game. Twin Stick, maybe? I don't know. Dodging some lawsuits here. Ion Fury. Uh, yep. It's a first-person shooter. Yeah. They've got. That, yes, they got a. Yeah, they got suit. Well, there was a lawsuit, and they had to change their name. Yeah. I forget what their original name was, but I think it was. I think it was Ion Maiden. Ion Maiden. Yes, you're correct. Yeah, Iron Maiden. Yeah, I wouldn't fuck with Iron Maiden. They have a lot of money, man. (laughs) I mean, they're very popular over here. I mean, they'll they'll play and sell out arenas, but like anywhere else in the world, they're playing in front of 40,000, 50,000 people. I mean, it's insane how big they are. So they have a lot of money, and I wouldn't fuck with them. Uh, Island Saver on PS4. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Mm. A group of amazing islands needs your help. Uh, hard plastic waste has washed up, and you need to sort it out with your trusty trash blaster. But look out for litter bugs. They love to mess. They they love mess, and they're out to muck things up. You need to wash away gloop, collect litter, earn coins, and rescue the bankables. <laughs> Don't you love mess, Tyler? Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah this seems like it's for kids, I guess. And I also love to wash away my gloop, you know? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> uh, we've got a PSVR game out next. Uh, P- Pixel Ripped 1995. Uh, this isn't the 90s I remember. No, uh, definitely not. <laughs> I also feel, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong on this. But a pixelated VR game? No, that's good. gotta gotta look bad. That's a headache waiting to happen. Yeah. All right, Tyler. I know you're excited for this instant <laughs> classic. What? Pong Quest on PS4. 
Uh, it's a new take on the seminal arcade smash. Take control of a brave young paddle and traverse treacherous lands. <laughs> oh, it's a dungeon crawling RPG. That's awesome. Wow. Okay. Uh, we've got Potata Fairy Flower, an adventure platformer. Okay. Great. Tactical Champs on PS4. Great. They're they're all very cool. Yeah. So, uh, it's a shooter and arcade game where up to four players can find each other in a closed arena. Uh, we've got Thy <laughs> Sword, which is a hack and slash roguelike. Uh, uh. Great. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, that art's corny as fuck. Like the eyes up in the sky. <laughs> like, oh God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you can watch The Invisible Man on PlayStation Video. That's a really good movie. Uh, and then also Scoob's coming out. They're just dropping it. I did not know that was a thing that was happening. What? Yep. yep. An animated, Scoob. animated Scooby-Doo movie. They went 3D with Scoob? Yep. How dare they? Yep. Were you a Scooby-Doo kid? Yeah, I liked I liked I watched it when it was on, but I, mean, yeah. I wasn't deep into it. But yeah, I liked same. Scooby-Doo. Same. But yeah, they're just kind of dropping this movie because of uh, Trolls World Tour doing so well. That's also caused Universal Studios to... Or AMC... Theaters and Regal Theaters to say that they're not showing Universal Studios movies. Like, good luck with that. Mm-hmm. When you ain't got no fucking movies to show and Universal's going to be dropping a Fast and Furious movie. Sure. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> well. I guess that's it. I guess that's all we got. Uh, yeah. Hopefully you finish up that Borderlands 3. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do it, dude. For the sake of playing some Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. That's that's the goal. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to continue racing, injured hand and all. Uh, I'm going to try. I, have, I want to do another Mazda race this week because the championship points I got from the one race I did earlier in the week just ain't cutting it. Mm-hmm. I need to I need to do another race. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, other than racing, I guess I'll be playing more XCOM Chimera Squad, which I I assume is coming to consoles considering the other games have come to consoles. Uh, and you know, maybe I'll hmm, maybe I'll try again for that Fallout 70. I feel <laughs> like I've been trying to play Fallout 76's uh Nuclear Wasteland. Uh, for for a long time, yeah. But uh, you know, maybe I'll just play more Fallout seventy six. Yeah, there you go. Um, but that's gonna do it for the show this week. Uh, if you need to get in contact with us, you can do that the usual ways. One way is via email at playstationreportpodcast at gmail dot com, or via Twitter at psreportpodcast. Give us ratings, reviews, and share us with your friends. Every little bit helps. You can find me at the Arctic at the Arctic Sloth. Man, I'm having trouble today. <laughs> you can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. 
Until next week, be good to each other, play your video games, and... Scooby-Dabow! Scooby-Dabow!